Hello! It has been a hot minute since I've hit record and edit and upload of a podcast episode. So if you are here, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I know all the wise wisdom says that I need to show up every week or be completely consistent so I can get followers and have a constant um, appearance on a platform. And quite frankly, I cannot subscribe to that right now simply because my life has gotten crazy. What about you guys? I thought with the Christmas break coming up that, you know, this past Christmas break, I thought that was just gonna be a great time for me to just catch up on life and catch up on rest, play board games with my kids and just have a blast and really feel refreshed. Now, Christmas Day for me, yes, I actually took a nap, if you can believe that. If you know me in person, I do not nap. But I did take time aside during the break to just kind of sit down, sit down uh, and just put things aside that could be put aside and put myself into things like cleaning the house and getting things reorganized around the house that I needed to. But with that, I was behind in schoolwork and I got behind in my own work and I got behind in podcasting, the editing specifically. I have plenty of episodes prepared. I just ha- don't have them edited. And I was starting to feel that guilt of not showing up and that guilt of who's relying on me to fill their ears for the week. And so I had to let go of a lot of things that are really good, um, just not good in the moment. I am back. I am back today specifically because it is January 12th of 2021. And Lord help me, guys, everything has just seems so weird. If you are not a, a United States listener, and you may be seeing things on the news that it's going on here, you may be hearing things on social media, you may be seeing things, even if you are from the United States listening, the world around us is going crazy in the United States. And you know, there have been conspiracy theories, there have been all these things going around. And I do love me a good conspiracy theory. Let's be real. I love shows like The Blacklist, where there's always just like this, there's something you got to know, and then more stuff comes out and there, that kind of thing. So I'm really drawn to that kind of stuff. So I have to be very careful of how I deal with that. But I have a story today to tell you, if anything, simply to give you some comedic relief, because I think we all need it right now. And I thought I would, why not just blast my, why not just blast myself all over the world on the airwaves. So here we go. Today is January 12th of 2021. And I had been, again, catching up. I told you I was catching up on all my schoolwork for the Nutritional Therapy Association um, and my coursework and things. And I was catching up. I got so excited um, doing blood sugar regulation. Please (laughs) stick with me here. I got so excited about this practical that I put together for um, blood sugar regulation module. And I got my grade back this morning and it was a proficient and it had like all these awesome accolades. And I'm going to read them to you because this is kind of important. Okay. So overall feedback was good work, Danielle. You identified the symptoms of chronic blood sugar dysregulation and dietary habits behind it. Interesting that you know his palate has matched his childhood. This often happens when the parent didn't really model good eating habits. Sometimes we do really need to teach a person how to eat well. You support the idea of better snacking options and tell the story of blood sugar dysregulation and its impacts well with clear examples as to how he currently eats is causing some problems. Your pal's explanation is in this section is easy to follow and relatable. Snack choices work well to balance blood sugar and also bring in some needed variety. And then it was signed my instructor's name. So I got all excited because I'm like, this means a lot to me because again, blood sugar regulation is so important to our health. Like it's one of the big 
the big things that we need to have in line for a lot of things. Anyway, that's another podcast. Anyway, I got so stoked about that response that the that the instructor saw me, saw where I was going and understood like what I had like in me and how I had learned and processed how the blood sugar uh, system should work in our bodies. I was able to apply that to a practical client. Okay, so I got all excited about that. But then not just getting excited about it. I decided to screenshot it and send it to my husband, my mom and a couple of friends and say, I'm smart. Okay. (laughs) Gosh. Okay, so here we go. (laughs) This is how it always goes when I feel smart about something. So hang on. Stick with me a minute. I'm going to try not to keep laughing. Okay. So then I I get that and I start working. In my work, I um, am a nutrition counselor and um, my clients had some check-ins, some formal check-ins that I needed to read through their their files and go over it. And I give them an audio response. So it's faster than me typing and I know I don't forget anything that way. So I'm going through that. And then I was one of my friends sent me a message on Facebook. So I click that on my computer and I go click it. And then I start to respond. I hit send and it's like, you're not connected to the internet. Now, mind you, I was thinking about the conspiracy, like all that kind of stuff this past 2020. Okay. So I'm like, huh, I don't have any internet. And so I look at the top, I have a Mac and I'm assuming most computers have that little, you know, that little triangle with the bars around at the top that tells you if you have Wi-Fi and how many bars of Wi-Fi, right? I look at that and it's like, it's blank. What the heck happened to it? So I'm like, huh, I send my oldest son upstairs to go reset the the modem. And he's like, Mom, it's already plugged in. Like, everything looks fine, whatever. Or, I mean, sorry, the extender, the uh, Wi-Fi extender. And he's like, Mom, it's plugged in. I don't know what's wrong. So I'm, <laughs> I look down at my phone and I see that I only have one bar of cell service bar. <laughs> and I start to go into panic mode <laughs> because I started thinking, oh, my gosh, the world's coming to an end. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now. Okay. Okay. So I go upstairs. I'm like, well, let me go look. And I know like my husband's gone for work or whatever, and he's our tech guy. And so I go upstairs to figure out what's going on with the Wi-Fi extender, with the router, the mode, whatever it's all called. You know, that black box, the black box. So I went upstairs to go look at that and I'm looking and I'm like, huh, it's all plugged in, but it's moved over funny. Maybe I just need to like wiggle it. You know, something's weird. So then I'm like, huh, there's no power to anything on this wall. So I go into the bathroom <laughs> where the GFCI is a GFCI. The GFCI receptacle is in the uh, in the bathroom. And I know that it is not connected to <laughs> the power on that wall. But I just decided to click the button anyway. <laughs> so I'm clicking that button. And I'm like, huh, it's not working. It's awfully quiet in here. <laughs> and then I realized that the power was out at least upstairs. Now, it was bright enough that we hadn't turned on a single light in the house. Like there was no reason to have any light on or anything like that. So I didn't think anything of it. So I go on uh, my phone, which now of course has all the bars I need. I go upstairs and I um, type in my local electric company, like outage thing, the map, and I report us and it says, yeah, we know you're out. We're working on it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, huh, okay, we're out of power. (laughs) Okay. So that's not it. That's not where the story stops. So the story continues. I had to leave to go take my daughter to a doctor's appointment. And because of COVID, I leave the other two kids at home with a phone, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm okay with that. They're at an age and at a place where they can handle that. I go downstairs and tell my son, I'm like, hey man, make sure you have the phone on you. You know, if if you need something, let me know. Um, Let me know when the power comes back on, but there's no power. If you guys get hungry, because I was leaving at around 12, 12, 15. I'm like, if you boys get hungry, you can get something in the 
the pantry and warm it up on the stove. And my son, who's 10, looks at me and says, Mom, what are you talking about? And I said, we don't have any power. Like you, you can't microwave anything. You can't use the air fryer. And he said, Mom, we have an electric stove. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, oh, I guess you're not warming up anything up at all. So just eat something out of the pantry or the snack bin or the fruit and vegetables that are out that you're fine with. Okay, that, that's not it. That's not it. So then um, I'm like, hey, you know, make sure you're not opening up the refrigerator or the freezer. And I, because I don't want the cold to come out and you to ruin the food. And he's like, oh, okay. And I said, but make sure if you do get water, you know, in the ice that you don't open up the refrigerator, you just get it from the front. And he looks at me again. He's like, Mom, um, that is all hooked up to the electricity as well. How about I just get the water from the sink? <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, if you're still with me, that's not it. <laughs> okay, so then um, I got my shoes on, got my daughter's shoes on. We're getting ready to leave. And we go out to the garage. And the first thing I see is that big O white garage door. And I'm like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, how am I going to get this door open? <laughs> can't. Okay, I cannot believe I did this. Okay, hang on. Okay, so I'm like, I go over to the door and I try to lift it by the little lever. And I'm like, huh, it's stuck. I bet there's a lever outside. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm only laughing because I don't understand how I could go from being really smart in my response to blood sugar regulation, but when the power goes out, I'm dumb. Okay, so I go outside out the front door, walk outside to the garage door, and I'm like, huh, there's no handle out here. So I go back in the garage and I start frantically calling my husband, who cannot answer his phone, mind you. I start to answer or call my cousin. And as soon as I call her, I figured out and I hung it up that I pull that stupid red cord from the middle of the of the track. And of course, it opened. Oh, my gosh, you guys. If this is not a lesson on humility, that just when you start thinking, just when I start thinking that life is grand and I've got something under the control... <laughs> then my brain like just stops working in in the logical area the common sense area of my life it just stops with that I hope that that kind of makes you feel better about life that if you have these weird moments where you're like man why is life why is that why are things so much more difficult and if you can't laugh at it if you can't um, see the irony or you can't roll with the punches this is okay I'm gonna get a little more serious here if you can't roll with the punches and laugh at yourself or you can't see the humor in the irony or you can't like I said just kind of roll with it and figure it out on your own then maybe that's time to seek some help and I'm only bringing this up because of what the state of the world is right now we are still in a pandemic yes some people are pro-vax some people are anti-vax but either way there's still all like that by itself is you know what am I supposed to do what what do I do all these people on the internet are saying this but all these doctors are saying this and all you know there's all of that there is political unrest there is civil unrest there is racial unrest there is economic unrest unrest. There is wellness unrest. There is unrest in some people's homes that have been affected by, you know, if they're a small business owner or work for a small business, they could have lost their jobs because of what's happening happened um, this past year. So 
all knowing all of that kids having unknown um, inconsistency in school, out of school, in school, out of school, out of school, and then the rules changing all of this kind of stuff, all of this inconsistency, and all of this stress and all of this like stuff, let's just call it stuff, all of the stuff that has been going on, when we get to a point that we can't laugh or roll with the punches or find humor in things, that's when we need to take a step back and really take care of our mental health. And I'm one that is a huge proponent of getting to your therapist, finding a therapist, going around town or going around on your app on BetterHelp. I think it's called BetterHelp. And then there's another one. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But these apps are phenomenal. They help you find someone that will match with you well with your personality, with your needs, with your actual issues at hand and support you. I am one that will schedule my appointments when I need it. And I am not afraid of it anymore. I think the reason why there was such stigma, at least in my life, about not getting mental help was because I was worried what they would think. They, they meaning my parents, they meaning people in society, people around me, my friends, what would they think? Well, you know what? I've come to a place in my life where I'm like, you know, I don't care what they think because who, in the, at the end of the day, who has to live inside of my own head? That's me. I have to, even if I can't open up the tank garage door or figure out that the power has gone out, I'm the one that has to live in this head and in this body. No one else. The decisions that I make or don't make because I assume that someone else is going to judge me or think a certain way or say, well, you, that's just embarrassing. Or if you're hearing those words in your, in your head, I just want to remind you, I see you. I am you. I was you. I understand that feeling. Do it anyway. Dip your toe in the water. Do it anyway. And with that, I'm going to leave you with um, just a few moments of what happened after the whole situation of of finally getting out of the garage. Um, I was able to get out of the garage and I was on the interstate and my husband saw my frantic calls after he had gone to on a break and he's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, well, so I told him the story that I just told you guys and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed and he's like, you know, what's funny He's like, I don't have to be home for you to be humbled, do I? And I'm like, no, my ego is in check just by having the electricity out. But after that, I took my daughter to the appointment. And then we went to we went to Kroger, which uh, Kroger makes me pit like pit out like I just these new humongous Kroger's are just crazy to me. I would rather shop Aldi and Costco and Target like super targets. That's where I would prefer to go. And yes, I'd rather go to all of those places rather than just go into Kroger. But anyway, we got into um, Kroger. And I was also reminded of a mental health piece and a patient's piece and a just human piece. Uh, My daughter and I, we were both starting to sweat at the end of walking through Kroger. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not funny. We sweat and get too hot and overwhelmed in Kroger. So anyway, we were starting to sweat and I'm like, that's fine. We're at the checkout. Let's just make it here. And I got in a line that had just um, one person in front of me and it was an older gentleman, not a big deal. And he just had like some lunch meat or something. So I'm like, sweet, I'm getting in like right away. Not a big deal. Well, I thought I was going into the line of this older woman that I enjoy. Like, I just love her. She reminds me of someone that I want to be when I'm older. And so I was all excited. I'm like, yes, I got her lane. Well, come to find out she was training a woman. And the woman was ringing up. I got a bag, a pound of um, black, sweet black cherries. 
And this woman was ringing them up and she'd somehow rang them up five times. Now, the gal that I adore, she was trying to train her and it's like, look, ma'am, you need to, you know, you need her name was Linda. Why is it always a Linda? Anyway, um, she's like, look, Linda, you need to take those off. You just ring it up four uh, extra times, five total times. You need to take off four of them. So this went on and on and on. It wasn't just the cherries. It was the next thing. It was the next thing. It was the next thing. Quite frankly, I was getting irritated. <laughs> I was getting irritated. I was hot. I was sweating. My pits were starting to sweat. Um, and because you're not supposed to wear aluminum in your pits anymore, I'm uh, I'm going to be sweating anyway with the natural deodorant. I'm sitting there and then I start sniffing around, making sure I'm not smelling or anything like that. And then Daylin laughs at me, my daughter. She starts laughing at me because she sees what I'm doing. And then she starts to get kind of antsy. And that in that moment, I was reminded someone had patience for me when I just started doing something new. Someone had patience for me and spoke into me that when I continued to fail, that, I, that, that there would be one time I wasn't going to fail and then I wouldn't fail again. And then, and then the support. So I was reminded in that moment to have patience, Danielle. This woman could be on her very first day. Her, I don't know her life circumstances. I don't know what brought her to being a cashier at Kroger in her middle age. I don't know. And so I prayed for a few moments and sat there and just looked at her and she was just stumbling, fumbling over things that I would assume are simple and things that most people would assume are simple. And before I left, I thanked the gentleman who bagged my my groceries, but I looked at her and I said, Miss Linda, I need you to keep going. It is hard right now, but keep going. You will get it. And then I thanked um, the other cashier gal that I said, and just, you know, thank you, ma'am. I hope you have a blessed day kind of thing. And, and I just hope and, th- and, you know, as I'm thinking through that, I'm like, how many people do we pass on our daily, daily life that could use a bit of kindness, a bit of understanding, a bit of someone that isn't constantly out like there's no competition there's no rush there's no anything what if we met people where they were and took them to where they needed to be or met them where they were and we're just simply kind patient gentle humble in spirit and you know as I'm thinking about that I don't know if I could have been that patient had I not just had my ego handed to me with the electricity before downloading, liking, and subscribing to this podcast. Thank you so much.